Well, welcome to the Is This Okay podcast. Uh, I am your host, Renee Stanko, with a uh, lovely co-host slash uh, entrepreneur slash uh, rock star slash uh, Lady Gaga impersonator yeah. slash uh, comedian slash uh, fitness guru slash spiritual guide slash uh emotional support friend <laughs> uh sally Giorgiani. hey guys wow that was such a great intro renee it, was a very, it took forever it's a very long one but we got there and uh we're really excited to be sitting across the table from a friend and uh uh amazing person, person himself uh mr <laughs> zach Berger. was that awkward enough did i, did I <laughs> I'm friend in person, Zach. Hey. <laughs> hey, Zach. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Absolutely. And being off. all over the place. Oh, you're off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I made I, I I'm like, this is the I busiest man no, in the world. Off. And he's like, oh, I was free today. No, so. no, no. I uh, You gave me enough time and I... Uh, Put it in my little Are you pen- penciled it in? I penciled it in in my yeah. calendar. You make time, even though you're the busiest, busiest guy in the world. You still make time. And yeah. you probably text back, too. So. Oh, I text way too much. Okay. Yeah. See, there's no excuses, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No excuses. Please try to respond. Although I feel like a hypocrite because a lot of people have been telling me that I don't respond. You well, just, it's 2020. So, so if yeah. you don't have your phone like somewhere near you within an hour of someone texting you, you're like... Yeah, really what are you doing? Like, trying to be present? Ooh, we're like, the villain. I mean, come on. Like you can you can text back. Like yeah. whether you it's could. for work or whatever, anything at all. And if you don't, like just do it later. <laughs> <laughs> so simple. That's right? how you really feel. That's so kind. <laughs> That's so simple. And you also brought this like awesome ragu. Yeah. Do you wanna so talk about delicious. it? Because I didn't make it, but I brought it. And yeah. it is from Farmers and Chefs. Cool. Where um, I help out from time to time. Uh, friends of mine, uh, my buddy Jerry is one of the chefs there, and he made this uh, chicken ragu with cavatelli and a uh, garlic bread. And mm. oh, yeah. it's really. Shout out Jerry. Good. Yeah. Hey, shout Jerry. out Jerry. Jerry's awesome. How'd yeah. you meet Jerry? Uh, Puerto Rico. Not really. That's where he's from. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, <laughs> What's up, brown people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out Jerry. Um, he's just a cool ass dude. <laughs> um, no, Jerry's cool. Um, I just, honestly, I met him at work. I just like, I help out with catering there from time to time at Farmers and Chefs and, uh, they're cool. Nice. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cause yeah. I remember, I know you through, um, my roommate, uh, John, right? You, you guys were in, um, uh, shout out John Skelzo. He's Manu awesome. together. Manu, so yeah. yeah, you were the lead singer. I am the lead singer. Do you hear <laughs> this voice? It's oh. very soothing. <laughs> hey, me, 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 me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me, my mom. Uh, yeah, so, no, me and John, uh, your roommate, are good friends. He's a beautiful person, great comedian, mm-hmm. um, talented drummer, even if he didn't want to be in the band with me anymore, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Ooh, no, I'm just yeah, let's talk about it that. on the podcast. Oh, we can talk yeah. about it forever. Uh, yeah, we can bring <laughs> we can me and John to sit side yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, honestly, no, I'm very supportive of John leaving the band because he's focusing on what he really loves, and that's, that's comedy. Yeah. So, like, 
I mess with him all the time about it, but I'm really happy for him. That's yeah. cool. That's good. We all need yeah. a friend like that. That's like me and Renee. We mess with each other a lot. Yeah. Oh, but I we're proud with, of each other. Yeah. You mess with everybody. You have to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. It shows yeah. that you love them. And it was so exciting to be able to <laughs> see that like side of Zach, because Zach is normally like really, you're really chill, like go yeah. with the flow kind of guy. And then, but on stage, you're a like, you get out. really into it. <laughs> People are I'm blushing. Like, you can't see it, but. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I'm in, I haven't been to a show. You should, we should yeah. go sometime. It's really yeah. fun. We're playing, uh, we actually, we're focusing on like writing some stuff. We went through, well, because John left, mm-hmm. we had to change up the lineup. <laughs> no, John. Um, <clears throat> Shout out, John. Uh, no, but honestly, um, it's really cool. We have a new lineup now. I'm really cool. happy with the band. We're writing a bunch of new stuff. We're going to record in February. And we're doing like a little mini tour uh, for like four days with our friends from Germany who are coming out for here. Dope. And, um, it's an awesome hardcore band called Manifestation. Cool. Manu um, and Manifestation. And also our friends in Public Burning, which is like a metal band from Kingston. Seems like wow. a good club. It's going to be a really cool mix. It's like um, kind of like in the early 2000s when bands used to play together, it was uh, very like mixed mm-hmm. bills with like you had like ska and punk bands with hardcore mm-hmm. and metal bands and this is a mix of we're like a shoegaze emo alternative rock band. Shoegaze. <laughs> I don't emo, even know what they call alternative us. Alternative <laughs> rock band. Yeah, people would always ask me yeah. what your band sounded like, and yeah. I failure. I would Bush. be like, "What do I?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does shoegaze mean? Uh, it's like I couldn't even tell you other than like lots of like eighties power pop, like. Oh. A mix of like '80s power pop with like it's very atmospheric. Yeah, like I was gonna say with ambience to it. Ambience. With, uh, it's very sad. Is that a real word? Shoegazing? Is that like shoegaze a... is a genre of music? Oh that shit! Is that similar to train well. spotting? Like if you're train spotting, I don't know. and then shoegazing English. is like uh, the next step down, where you're just like laying on the ground, staring at shoes. Probably. Whatever. My. Uh, <laughs> That's a great, great. Should I call that mom jokes, dad joke? It's not a mom joke. I think like I think no, if you and McGregor was here, he would really appreciate it. Probably. Renee always, I gotta she go. always does this. She's like, I gotta yeah, go. I'm gonna say somebody from the 1600s, and everybody's gonna know who it is. And then she yeah. does it, and I we're all like, we just look at each other, and we're like, do you know? I definitely don't know. No. I don't know a lot of things. You know, all of my Mensa friends enjoy my jokes, okay? Oh, Mensa. All my Mensa friends. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, shout out ah. Mensa, sponsor us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's up with it? <laughs> what's, what's up, Mensa? What's up, what's up? Hey, ah. So you're a singer. How I'm long have you been singing for? Uh, um, I guess I've been singing for a couple of years now, like six years maybe. I mean, like in the shower, thirty-one years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, in yeah. Bands, um, I used to play bass in like punk and hardcore bands, and um, I toured a lot with that. I toured all over the world, like South Africa, Europe, Central America. Um, and now I just do it for fun with my friends. And I decided to sing randomly when I was starting a band called Bedrock Division. Um, I don't know, maybe like five, six years ago at this point. Cool. And yeah. That's, that's awesome. I started South, my debut. South Africa? Yeah. I got what do, what do hardcore shows look like in South Damn. Africa? Um, 
And yeah, just look past the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I would pull there's it a ta- back. There's, a, there's, tattoo, still there's more. a tattoo there, but like, <laughs> if you just shave my own quick, you can see. Yeah, it. the tattoo's got a beard. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, South Africa was awesome. Mm-hmm. We um, So, I went out with this band that um, they were cool. They're friends of mine. I haven't talked to anybody in the band since the tour, to be honest. I filled in for them. I, I know I've talked to a couple of the guys. <laughs> I talked to my boy was Mike Was it a Fury. Yoko incident? No, it no was Yoko's uh, so, involved. No Yoko. Okay. So it was um, essentially just different scene, like um, just different vibes mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy Mike Fury, shout out to him. Uh, he plays in a band called Mod. They're awesome. Shout out Mike Fury. Um, shout out Mod. And um, but we, uh, I found out he was doing the tour, and I was like. Oh yeah, I'm not like a big fan of the music, but I love playing music and like cool. they're going to South Africa and Europe and like that shit's sick. So I was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, South Africa was sponsored by Mercedes and Rockstar Energy Drink. Awesome. Wow. And um, so we got hooked up with a Sprinter van. They picked <sighs> us up and um, gave us all sorts of, like we were there for 14 days and every other day was something fun to do uh, safari <laughs> they asked us if we wanted to take the mercedes and the safari or one of their jeeps mm-hmm. thinking that like we wouldn't want to take the mercedes <laughs> but we definitely took the mercedes Fuck yeah yeah so um, <laughs> i have pictures of us like hanging outside the sunroof with just like just chilling um, yeah, on the african awesome. savannah nice yeah. nice so yeah you did you see any like, animals Oh yeah, we saw all sorts of shit. It was awesome. We um elephants, ostrich, zebra, some sort of monkey that I don't know what kind. Um mm. a small cat that I don't know what kind. Not no lions or anything, but giraffe. Nice. Wow. So um water buffalo. I'm cool. like they're all like playing back in my head. I I have pictures on my phone. There was one like super uncomfortable moment with the water buffalo where it was standing in front of the Sprinter van and we didn't know if it was going to charge us. (laughs) And it's not our Sprinter van. Mercedes gave it to us. So like, we were like, oh shit, please don't scratch us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't dent it. It's a rental. It's a rental. (laughs) Um, Other than that, it was a great time. What was your favorite place? Favorite place? Um, it's okay. hard honestly I can't I, I give the same answer every time someone asks me this I can't pick a favorite place because every place is different culturally and I love that like that's why I go places is like to experience the culture and like immerse myself in the culture and not just get on a tour bus and mm-hmm. go into the Amazon on a bus but like go and live in the Amazon in Peru or go and do these things in South Africa where like we were we were going places but the tour gave us really like they really immersed us like we went and uh, visited a um Aboriginal tribe. We um, went to the Congo caves and went spelunking. Like really wow. fun stuff where you like you really really wouldn't do if you were uh, just like going out there. Just an and, average like, tourist. At, like, just a tourist. I feel like. Yeah. Um. So that stuff was cool. Um. So mm. there's different experiences with every country. Mm. So I can't really give an answer to that. Did you have a favorite, um, like a favorite food out of all those cultures? Um. One meal I will never forget mm-hmm. is. In Slovakia, I can't remember the town. But we were in like some just mini, like some random city town, mm-hmm. and like small city in Slovakia. And it was my birthday, and um, it was in 2011. Mm-hmm. And me and Mike snuck off from everybody else and went to this restaurant where they're like, "It's 20 euros for like a five course meal." We we're like, "Whoa!" Oh, and I don't think it's actually euro, whatever uh, Slovakian money is that. 
at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, but well, yeah, I don't they're know. always changing yeah, over but, there. You can't um, tell. Like, it was uh, even asked. We got like a four or five course meal that was fucking crazy good, and I'll never wow. forget these goat cheese dumplings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're so good. Other than that, like every country that I've been to has like different elements of amazing food. Like South oh, Africa nice. has really good Indian food and curries. Mm. Um, let me think. Peru has awesome everything. <laughs> Just great food. I love That's Peru. like my favorite food in the world. Um, Europe and Germany, I had mm-hmm. these uh, Duner kebabs, which are basically like um, gyro, uh, gyros. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and those are really awesome. So, yeah, like, there's cool. just, like, I can remember different places I had, like, really awesome food. But there's that meal in Slovakia was the craziest thing. It was just such really? a cool experience. Yeah. yeah. It's cheese dumplings. They'll get you every cheese time. Cheese dumplings. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> much. yeah. yeah, yeah. They're almost like, actually, I want to say they're almost like traditional pierogies. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Like, nice, obviously, nice. I don't remember it that much. <laughs> but I remember it. A lot of drinking? Yeah. No. Um. Not really. Honestly, that was the craziest day ever. Mm-hmm. Some guy tried, like, we stayed with, so, like, the band split up, and me and Mike ended up staying, like, the guys stayed with, um, I think, like, a couple of girls, to be honest. Like, I was in a committed relationship for eight years, so, like, mm-hmm. when they were, like, partying super hard and, like, trying to hook up with people, I was, like, me and Mike were trying to, like, go to art museums and, like, <laughs> get good food. So Yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, so we ended up staying with somebody else, and we were supposed to stay with the promoter, and he disappeared. So we stayed with this random guy that we met earlier that night, <laughs> right. which was the sketchiest. He didn't speak any English, and he tried to gift me a human skull that he had from some archaeological dig um, that I guess Whoa. one of his friends stole. And I like was like, I can't accept this. Like he like, wanted you to take he a was human like, take skull because like, I was like, this is cool. And his friend was like, oh, his friend, like his friend was like translating mm-hmm. that like somebody he knew like got it from an archaeological dig. And so I was like, Plot this is twist. so fucking sketchy. Whoa. I'm out. And you were going to we get framed left. for murder. Yeah, yeah. We were like, fuck this. Yeah. Me and Mike were like, fuck this. We're out. So we left and then we got those dumplings. <laughs> and, uh, oh they yeah, looked at you guys yeah. and they're like, Yeah, this is yeah. so metal. If yeah. we yeah. try to get no, them a that's skull. pretty much what it was. And then they're you guys like, were like, Yeah, metal. And yeah, then- we're like, uh, But, but where did it come from? And, really? Yeah, where did it come from? And Fuck. Like, no, nah, like. Also, sometimes crazy. you have to if if it's like a from a certain cultural background, like you can't say, say no. no. Oh, so you can't. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was scared of. I was like, I thought he was gonna kill me for not you taking him. No. I don't. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, me on a can't. drunk night. <laughs> no, he was like, because I felt like he was gonna be like. I gave you a gift. Now you take it. You know. I, oh yeah, and you just be yeah. stuck <laughs> with the skull. Yeah. That sounds so. me like me on a drunk night. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> have exactly. <another> drink. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Boring no, summary. but I mean, like sometimes if you say you like something, then they, they'll, the, they want you yeah. to have it. Like please they'll give it take, to you. Please take, take it. And you're like, I can't take it. <laughs> Please take my wife's skull. (laughs) Were people offering their wives off? No, no, it was just a joke. (laughs) It was making it funny. Just a funny. No, it's okay. (laughs) That reminds me of the Blues Brothers when they're in the the nice restaurant and he goes, you know, John Belushi turns to the table of like waspy people and Uh, he goes like, how much for the little girl? (laughs) You know, it's such a good movie. 
It's a classic. So classic. yeah, just trust I me. I didn't watch it. Just but. trust me. <laughs> I yeah. laughed inside. So you were you were talking a lot about uh, Peru, right? Like yes. you were really influenced by it. Like what were your? Do you have like some really great experiences? Yeah. From Peru. I, uh, <laughs> I I used to own the restaurant in South America, in, or I'm sorry, in Cusco, Peru. Oh so no! Yeah, I lived yeah, out yeah. there for about four and a half, five years, back and forth from oh, yeah. the US, like from New York and Peru, where I still worked in New York and had my business partner at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go out for two to three months at a time, back and forth. Um, Nice. I love Peru. I've done Machu Picchu five times. Uh, wow. I hate stairs. Like, don't ask me to help you move up any flight of stairs ever. Because um, it's a it's a tough it's climb. Like, like, it's a really tough hike, of, right? Yeah. No. I mean, honestly, depends it's how you a do tough it. Mother. No. It's well, the yeah. altitude is what it. <laughs> the altitude is really like what gets you. So like. Mm. You can be in the most shape of your life, but if you're not ready for that altitude, you're knocked out. You'll be put in shock. You're like, it sucks. That's what I hear about Denver. Yeah, same. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. If you're not ready for it, it. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I've done it. Um, two ways. So there's like seven ways to do Machu Picchu, and Mm -hmm. there's no way to just drive to Aguas Caliente, which is basically Disneyland for Machu Picchu. It's a town. It's just a town that was built in the middle of the Upper Amazonas for Mm -hmm. Machu Picchu for tourists. Cool. So there's a train that goes there, which mm-hmm. is super expensive, very touristy, mm-hmm. gets you there very fast. It's like a three-hour train ride, I believe, from Cusco. Mm-hmm. Stops in Oñantantambo, and... So you're just, Pisac, it's just like a beautiful places. train ride it's like through a the really, mountains, Yeah, through the Sacred Valley right? of Peru, yeah. Wow. So like you go through the Andes and the Upper mm-hmm. Amazonas and... Sorry, whoa, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, Might be the ragu. Uh, the ragu, yeah. I, we've been eating ragu, so that's probably what it was. Uh, <laughs> so, that being said, the Machu Picchu, the only way to do it is either this train ride mm-hmm. or hiking either the Moon tra- Track, the Inca Trail, the um, Sokantaya Trail. There's a whole bunch of different tracks where they vary from like – Four-day hikes to, like, two-week hikes. Wow. Or you can, I'm oh, sorry, you can have, what is it? You can take a bus. Mm-hmm. It's about, like, a six-hour to a two-day, like, an overnight bus, depending on when you catch it, mm. um, to Hydroelectric, which is the end of the road, basically, where the oh. train, like, doesn't go, or the train goes, but there's no more cars available. Okay. From there, you can hike along the train tracks, and it's about an hour and a half to four hours, depending how long you want to take it. So basically, depending on the person, you're forced to take this train because yeah, it's yeah, kind if you of can't yeah. Hike, you you, you have gotta to take, the train. take the train, and then when yeah. you're there, you either walk up the steps, the Incan mm-hmm. stones, or you take a bus, mm. and the bus is like either way. There's just a million people there. It's wow. beautiful. It's awesome. It's Amazing. There's aliens. Aliens. <laughs> no, no. Like that's what everybody says about Peru. Like that. The like the Incans and aliens built all these the illegals together. Yes. <laughs> no. Low hanging fruit. You're just like. Um, mm. it's, uh, <laughs> better. Um, Machu Picchu. 
um, Kanko, Baroque Perkeria. Because there's those, those large, lines. what it's like the large drawings. What what are oh, those? Oh, the Nazca lines. Yeah, those the Nazca awesome lines. I actually that's never why got to visit those, but I saw oh. other drawings at mm-hmm. uh, Bell- Ballistius. I always butcher the name. Ballistus Island, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's called the Poor Man's Galapagos. Okay. They have blue for the boobies and penguins and. All sorts of like seals and really nice. beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful Off of Peru? Peru? It's in Peru. Peru, yeah. Oh, nice. It's, uh, it's on the in other. Peru. It's on the other uh, yeah. coast. It's on the Lima side. I'm going to see. They could be so cute. <laughs> oh, they They're are. like, whoa, 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 we're South American penguins. I never yeah. knew that there yeah. were penguins there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, co- I'm just thinking go. if you and like David Attenborough got <laughs> together a deal the... together yeah. and he's just like the South American penguins. Julie's just like, oh my god. And then I just <laughs> and then I just run towards penguins being like, let me squeeze you. And then they'll be like, no. And I'll be like, why? They're cool. I mean, I didn't get to squeeze them or anything, but there's lots of penguin shit everywhere there. Cusco. And they, yeah, Cusco. Yeah. Um, Empire's New Groove. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew, I knew it. it. I knew You're like llamas. Yeah. No, it's exactly like the movie. Really? I don't. I, I don't, I don't know. know. Just like it. Yeah. No, I mean, no, it's nothing like <laughs> the movie. It's like it was a Disney movie, so it's probably not like it. Is it a Disney movie? Uh, yes. Yeah. And then he's probably like, like David nope, Spade. Not like it at all. David Spade, yeah. Yeah. And the uh, alpaca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, there's alpacas in Peru, so I guess it's kind of close. It's pretty, right? <laughs> probably pretty close. Um, so, okay, so so you went to Peru, and you, like, fell in love with the cuisine and, like, the people. What are the people like? So uh, amazing. Seriously, like, awesome. Um, very kind. I mean, mm-hmm. in every country you go to, in every city, you find assholes and bad people and drunks, and, like, you're, like, a little uneasy, like, walking around in the city alone that you don't know anybody in when you're first there right but the um the, okay um, <laughs> what was it honestly everybody was super nice i i went out there originally to essentially get out of a depression i was in a really terrible point in my life of heartbreak and me and my ex-fiance split up and oh, after man. like two years it was like i gotta get out of this funk and i used to travel so much so i knew that traveling was a place for me to not only get away from friends and family and work, but really just reflect on, like, myself alone without, like, anything, distractions at all. Nice. So I just was going to go to Southeast Asia because mm-hmm. I've always, that's my bucket list. Um, and I ran into, like, an old friend, like, an old neighbor um, mm-hmm. who was like, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, uh, I've been better, but, you know, I'm going to, like, I'm picking it up. I'm cool. Like, I have my job. I'm working. This yeah. and that. I'm going to go to Thailand tomorrow. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're going to turn your like, life around. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to look at tickets tonight, and I'm probably going to hop on a plane tomorrow. Mm. And if not tomorrow, like in the next couple of days, and just meet people and try to like talk to people about maybe doing some sort of, like maybe go to Indonesia, because I've was like fasc- i always been fascinated with the Indonesian jungle and mm. how they find different species of animals every day of animals right. and plant life yeah. every single day there which is crazy wow um and whether it be like little microorganisms or big big random things but um <laughs> yeah. it's really cool um she was like oh you have to go to peru like don't go to asia it's expensive you don't know anybody there you know my son i'm like 
I hung out with your son once. <laughs> you. I don't really you know, know him. him. You and, know him uh, now. <laughs> but in my in my head, I said that I was I wasn't rude, but I was like, oh, he's a nice guy, but I don't really know him. Um, so I took down his number on the napkin and I called him on WhatsApp that night. Wow. And he was like, he didn't answer. And then I looked at flights and it was nine hundred dollars mm-hmm. for Peru. Or no, I'm sorry, like seven hundred dollars for Peru, which was like mm-hmm. at that time like actually a really sweet deal. Yeah. considering it was like the next day or two thousand dollars for thailand oh, shit. and i was like oh i'm gonna go to peru regardless uh-huh. if this guy answers me or not <laughs> yeah. just, i've always wanted to go to like, amazon i've always that's wanted to go to machu deal. picchu mm-hmm. so the next day i bought a ticket for the following day instead and i was like you know what? i'm gonna call him one more time and he answered and he was like oh dude you gotta come out blah 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 like, that's you can use so my... friendly so like i used his house as like a home base and i ended up going to Montre picchu alone going to the Amazon for about a month and a half by myself. Wow. Where I met one of my really close friends, Jim, um, nice. who is the vice consulate at Cusco for Great Britain. And he's wow. a survivalist. And me and him hung Shout out. Shout out, for, Jim. Jim's awesome. Hello, um, Jim. Yeah. And, <laughs> Hello. Uh, You're from like, London. <laughs> he's like a um, vital, vital, vital asset to Peru, uh, to the Peruvian government. Um, he saved a million people's lives. Wow. And, um, I was very fortunate enough to meet him. Cool. We hung out in the jungle for like, I think like a month, mm-hmm. and then I stayed for another like couple of weeks, and then uh, ended up just like meeting the right people and nice. having like a really cool experience to open up the restaurant. That's cool. Who, my business partner ended up being my neighbor's son. So, no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a turn of events. It worked events. out really cool. So. You said eat, pray, love on yeah. this breakup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So no, I turned, I always say that, like I turned depression into passion. And like just like, mm. Fuck I yeah. kept going back and forth and I raised money and I sold some of my photography from the jungle, from Cusco in the Sacred Valley in hand carved Peruvian frames that I got out there. Cool. And just did like random galleries. I'm not a, like an artist by any means. I'm not a photographer, but like my buddy helped me out um, with some edits, and mm-hmm. I've always loved photography. So that's it an worked. inspiration. Yeah, it was cool. Thanks. That's like the what up, best. Ellen DeGeneres, bring me on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ellen, sponsor us. <laughs> I have a story. I want to tell it. No, this is an awesome story. Thanks. How did you, like when you said you like went to the Amazon for a month? Did you like find like something online to like no, go? You um, just so. That's what I didn't outside? want to do. You I just listened to, to this neighbor. This neighbor was like, go to Peru. Yeah, and you're much. like, um, um, okay. I had a friend that was out there at the same time, randomly, like, just coincidentally. And she had these uh, friends who I met who are now friends of mine as well. Nicole and Jan- um, I'm sorry. Wow, Nicole and Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Ooh. have a beautiful family. They're awesome. They're from Buffalo, New York. And they've lived in Peru for, I want to say, over 10 years now or longer. Wow. Um, they're great people. And they own a... Um, like a mountain biking company uh, called the Haku, or I always butcher it, but they own an awesome. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> That's okay. But they own an awesome, um, like BMX biking, mountain biking company that goes throughout the Sacred Valley and does tours. And they were just like, they made that big decision. Um, so they decision. made the connection okay. to me and Jim nice. after I met them. And I went out to um, the Casa de Oliver mm-hmm. in uh, Salvacion, which is a town in Manu, which mm-hmm. is. Why my band is called Manu. 
because I started it. I want to cry. This is um, amazing. And um, I love this. <laughs> this is an Oprah moment. Yeah. I feel like. So that's, oh my God. that's where all the connection is. As um, Jesus would say, love thy neighbor because you could end up in Peru. <laughs> yeah. That's so exactly what he said. Cool. <laughs> um, and like Dara, my dog, has come out to Peru with me a couple of times. How She's do you like, get a dog to um, Peru? Number of things. Um <laughs> I'm not going to say I abuse the um, system system of emotional support dog because... But, you know. No, well, she is an emotional support dog to me, but she also, like, I work with kids as a social worker on top of being, uh, or not as a licensed social worker, but I work in the social work world um, nice. on top of being a chef. Mm-hmm. And I bring Dara involved with working with the kids if they're having a crisis or this or that or in the hospital, I'll bring her with me. So I wanted to get that criteria for her anyway. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to use it. My my therapist is kind of cool. So we just wrote a little letter and like, it was like, she was free to fly. She flew right on the plane with me underneath my seat in a little ball. And just like, they tried to tell me she needed to wear a muzzle. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. And then they tried to tell me that she was going to be quarantined. Oh, and what? I was like, fuck you. Like, when I got to Peru, they were like, oh. um, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. And then, like, I fought it for, like, a while. Maybe drugs. And they then, uh, drugs. No, no, just in general, they just, like, they just said because of, like. That's Colombia. That's Colombia. Okay? <laughs> That's Colombia. It all comes from there. Everywhere it in does. South America. It so. does. I've been yeah, watching really the crazy. Narcos. <laughs> and I, but the in Narcos South America. <laughs> yeah. When I went to Argentina, yeah. it was scary. We, we drove by this one part that was actually scary, but that was it. That there's was this town, this I don't know the name of it, but there's a town in Manu. Um, so, like, I spent most of the time when I was in the Amazon. Because after that time, I, for, throughout the years I was there, I spent a lot of time in Manu. I, that's one of my favorite parts of mm-hmm. Peru, and that's what drew me to Peru, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, I used to go to a spot in... Um, Pocopata, which is another Amazon town called Dos Loritos Animal Shelter, which oh. in retrospect, it's like kind of awful because they just let anybody come in and like work with the animals and without any training and there's no cages for the monkeys. Oh. So they're just everywhere climbing over you and it's like right off of the road. So it's like, <laughs> he just fucked yeah, up. so like it's a little bit like, wow. of like a not like. It's just like a woman in the jungle that, like, her and her family have this. Like, you can't really find much about it online. You just kind of, like, stop. I, I was just pointing out. She's just like a sanctuary. Yeah, she's just a sanctuary. Okay, and, um, or a front. It yeah, could be a cocaine front. For what? But driving, For cocaine? The, yeah. What I was going to say is driving <laughs> to this town, there's always, the bus always stops at this town for a bathroom break. And you know this, that, like, it's the only town in the jungle. Well, not the only, but on this drive that I've seen. It's the only town with like three tier buildings in the jungle, hmm. nicer cars, mm-hmm. this and that. Okay. And I found out it's because it's where they produce all the uh, coca leaves for where they make a lot of cocaine. Okay, you got, oh! cocaine. you got me. So, what's up? Um, we used to drive by this all the time and like always be like, oh shit, are they going to try to rob us? Are they going to try to pull the bus over? No, My friend got robbed. No, a lot of people, like, that's a real thing. Um, but they, they're going to rob you in the coke town? In the coke town. <laughs> um okay. but yeah no so <laughs> no the only thing i had to experience uh, like as far as like a scary moment with a bus incident was drive like whenever you go to amazon in the rainy season mm-hmm. you can like be like oh i'm going to the amazon for a quick trip it's like a 10-hour bus ride to where i usually went but um that quick trip can turn into like a week and a half because of mudslides 
And I got wow. stuck on the bus for like two days because you don't have any service out there. And you're just waiting for another person to drive there, essentially. So if nobody comes out there with a truck or a bus to get over there, you can have a bunch of cars just stuck. You're living in that bus, essentially. Yeah, yeah it wow. sucks. And there's like guinea pig and chickens everywhere. And so like, what do you guys do about <laughs> food and water? Like, are, do I they always stock bring up? extra oh, shit. Okay. Well, no, I just, you you just have to kind of know. You just like, know. If you're going in, the, in that site, it doesn't happen often. Like, usually, honestly, the second, we were there overnight. I'm sorry, not two days. It was one day because my buddy ended up getting everybody off the bus and was like, everybody start fucking digging. And we just pretty much with our hands just oh dug it out. And it's like a cleanse, flow. though. It's a cleanse, it's like yeah. Going it's a mud spa. cleanse. Mud cleanse, yeah. And you're getting you're just stuck in a bus. It's like just going to a spa. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you might not know the language, so it might be a little bit peaceful. So it's like white noise, <laughs> one. Two, mudslide. You could have a mud bath. You could have a mud mask. Mud's probably good for some cellulite. Okay. Some wrinkles. And then you're on a liquid diet, most likely, or you have like fruit legumes and like yeah. getting all that shit out of your system. And then <laughs> you're going to work out, dig. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 You just, right you just perspective. Spread that perspective. Mud over your face. Yeah. And Even though like, we're ready to go. Yeah. Bathroom yeah. breaks would freak. Is there a bathroom on the bus? And you don't want to use it. No, nice. there's no bathroom on the bus, actually. This is really no, awesome. No so you got to have toilet paper or... You have, yeah, you just have to be prepared. Or just take lots of Xanax. Or if you get <laughs> no, nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're nervous, <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom when I'm, like, nervous or, like, um, like on vacation with uh, people I don't really know. I have terrible IBS, so, like, even if I don't want to go to the bathroom, so you'll I go. like, have to. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, just, I mean, it's a mudslide. Luckily, so. there's so <laughs> much. <laughs> Bringing it back. Hey. Okay. It's uh, what about you, Renee? How's your outside. what? No, what? How's your bowels? Yeah. What? Yeah, how's your bowels? As long as I don't eat spelt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a chance when you're eating that spelt cake. Um, otherwise, it's a good, you know. I'm I'm okay. It's I'm just all right. natural. It's just clear skies for Renee's butthole. <laughs> Some people, oh, some yeah. people <laughs> claim that. Some people have claimed that. Um, Whoa! Some we can't go have, into that. Some <laughs> <have claimed that>. <laughs> <laughs> my my, uh, what was it? Gastroenterologist. Wow. Nice yeah. Guy, yeah. You ready for that? Did he text you back? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Did he text you Did back? He text it's twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty twenty. <laughs> You have a picture of my butthole. <laughs> he took a look at my colon and was like, I'm sorry, this is this, this isn't gonna work out. Too real for me. <laughs> Diverticulation funny. is uh, out of control. Renee <laughs> 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 well, loves this part. Yeah, that's that's loves the best part. This is, this is uh yeah. we're not even well, editing it out. We're not, no, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna edit this out. Woo! Um just keep yeah, focusing. Yeah. Healthy colon, on baby. Peru. All right, so back to Peru. Back to, back to Peru. Oh, yeah, so I had my restaurant in Peru. Exactly, um, yep. Yeah, I guess we'll go back to that. <laughs> Please go back yeah. to it. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so after like a year of like talks and trying to figure it out, mm -hmm. um, this is actually a pretty crazy story. I um, was on my way to go back to Peru. Every time I went out there, shout out to Spirit Airlines, which is like <laughs> the worst airline ever. Is that ever. the JetBlue of Peru? No, it's like the. It's the Spirit Airlines of, of Spirit Airlines Satan of the US. Of airlines, but my boyfriend, he's one of my best friends. He works for them, and mm -hmm. I fly very, very cheap. 
cool on the buddy pass and i love him for it um when he can do it and i appreciate it and it's very like it's a really cool gesture that he helped me because if shout out to to anonymous friend yeah if i wasn't (laughs) able to do that i wouldn't have been able to really do the restaurant originally and so like he got me out there like not the first time but like the second time it takes a village it really does um but essentially i went love thy neighbor and on my way out i stopped in miami to visit him Mm-hmm. Oh, my favorite place. He was like, hey, bro, you want to go to Puerto Rico? Or we were going to go to uh, Cuba for cool. the weekend. Then uh. I was going to go to Peru to sign. I was going to be out there for about three months. Mm-hmm. And we were going to sign all the paperwork and we were going to get moving on. Like, we just got the location. And we just had, I had to go out there to basically sign for the location. Mm-hmm. I flew there the next day. We were like, oh, let's go to Puerto Rico instead of Cuba. Our friends band, All Out War. Shout out, All Out War. Um, <laughs> from the Hudson Valley um, was playing in Puerto Rico. So I wasn't going to tell him, but like, it was just a cool, like I was like, hell yeah, we're going to go. We were just going to be there for like literally that day. Mm -hmm. Went out there, got some bomb food, went and like saw this awesome fort. Um, We went to the beach. It was a great day. Got to the show. I walked in the show. I was hanging out. Uh, All that war goes on. I went to go like step down. Like I just like stepped my foot down, like to like, I was like about to mosh. I didn't even mosh. Like I was like about I was about to go and dance. And I just felt a snap and I tore my Achilles tendon. Um the next day I ended up going I was I was in Puerto Rico. I wasn't going to the hospital. So we went to El Yunque to the rainforest to hike to a waterfall. I like crawled there. Um dedication on a torn yeah well i didn't know it was torn at this point i thought no excuses that's what zach's about it just hurt a lot like really bad but he sucked it up then we flew back and then i flew back back to uh fort lauderdale miami (laughs) and at that point i was like i need a pita pit because that place is awesome shout out to pita pit (laughs) (laughs) shout out pita pit (laughs) and um at that point i couldn't even walk so i was like listen i'm just gonna go to like to urgent care in the morning because it's like 10 o'clock at night. You keep delaying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, care yeah. Listen, dearest friend, so, I need you to take me to Pita Pit, but so, not yeah. emergency so, care. I ended up at like four in the morning. It was just so unbearable that I ended up taking the Uber to a hospital and they're like, bro, you blew your Achilles. They're, you, what was the term they used? You ruptured your Achilles tendon. Oh and my God. Surgery and I was like, well, I got to get to Peru tomorrow. And they were like, no, you need to get surgery today and you're going to be out. You won't be able to walk for six months. I was like, I got to get to Peru. So I flew back to New York, talked to a doctor uh, that I got uh, cooked up with, told him that I wasn't having the surgery until I got back from Peru. Like I was like, let me just go for one day. I just need to like sign something that says my business partner can do everything on my behalf. But like I have to get out there because we wanted to make sure the restaurant opened within the tourist season. So and like the start of the tourist season. So I was put in the boot, flew to Peru that night. Yes, was there doctor. for like two was there for like two days, flew back home, had the surgery, was out for like two weeks, uh like with like the like the incision here. well, it was healing for months, but got my cast off two weeks later. It was infected. Had to have another surgery. Had a pick line in from like 
here to here, which nobody can see. But um, wow! So all because you were going to no, step onto a dance floor. No, just that would have happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because I was just gonna just mosh like yeah, you wanted to mosh, and then but I didn't even do it. Like I just stepped. Like, Universe said, but, like they told me no, bitch. Like literally, <laughs> most I guess a lot of like tears, like Achilles breaks, just happen. Like it's not like a huge like. It's just something that snaps. Like, if it wants to do it, it's going to yeah. do it. So, um, bottom line is, six months later, I was able to walk. The restaurant was open. I went out there for a while after, like, once my pick line came out and the doctor cleared me, too, I went out for a couple of weeks. Did you have a talk and with your other Achilles tendon where you're like, listen. Every day when like, I listen, wake up Achilles and it hurts, tendon. I'm like, don't fucking break. Don't fucking break. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, willpower. You're like, yeah, pretty okay. pretty much every single day of my life. <laughs> All right, ankle. When they rubbing the crystals on her Achilles, <laughs> yeah. saying yeah. a mantra like, you we, know, this is going to be okay today. But, like, but like <laughs> I just thought it was so cool because I was like, fuck it. And, like, mm-hmm. I had the gnarly, I didn't shave my head or my face the entire time that I couldn't Yeah, walk. grizzly. And my beard was, like, down to my chest. My hair was down to my shoulders. It was, I, I'm balding, so, like, it looked terrible, but it was so sick. <laughs> and um, so, I, like, I was just, like, this American dude. In Peru with long hair and a giant beard that owned a restaurant on crutches. And uh, <laughs> walking around. The best part was my um, business partner is like a scrawny little dude. He's awesome. He's a great guy. We just, I, I'll get to why I sold the restaurant, but um, he's a great guy. And he's still there um, working at the restaurant as a manager. Um, but he's a tiny guy. And he was pushing my fat ass on the cobblestone of Peru in a wheelchair to get all this shit done. Ooh. And it was so cool. Like, it was just really funny. It was a funny experience, I guess. Wow, good Again, for you. Super inspirational. Yeah, you got to get shit done. Yeah. Like you- this tattoo right here is like my motto. Well, this one is our old van. It's mm-hmm. uh, Jimi Hendrix cock because it was big, black, and groovy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it says J-A-C on it. But the one above it just <laughs> Says JTTLD, and that's just trying to live, dog. Like, <laughs> I love yeah. this tattoo. Yes. Um, yeah, these are great. Like, I kind of want to get a JHC on my yeah, uh, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Jimi Hendrix cock, just because so I know what it means. What's up? Yeah, no, I, um, that was RIP JHC van. That was a cool van. Nice. But, um, but yeah, you always gotta do what you love. I mean, like. I've taken, I feel like I've taken a million risks and like kind of like gone and done a bunch of stuff, but like I've had cool experiences. I may not have a shit ton of money to back it up or this or that, but like my life has been like, I've been very, I guess, I don't want to use the word blessed, but like fortunate to like do cool stuff that I've wanted to do and like still live a mature life in the process. You're driven too. Yeah, Yeah, very driven. Mm -hmm. Hear that? Are you single? Yeah, for sure. Hear that, ladies? Driven. (laughs) (laughs) Chef, driven, work with kids at risk of placement. Yeah. Dog. 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 We're just selling him right now. You know what? Fine. It's fine. I'm down to sell people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Human trafficking is a big, big problem in the Hudson Valley. (laughs) In Peru? No, in the Hudson Valley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's like like a a real thing. It's It's terrible. Yes, but you guys can sell me. (laughs) (laughs) I consent to being sold. (laughs) So it's not the same. Um, No, but no, it's actually that's. I learned about that a lot. I do um, classes with some of the kids. Like we'll take them to Planned Parenthood organization classes. Mm -hmm. Really, like tell them about the risk because there's like a million signs outside, like just randomly that you'll see. Like I don't know, 
inflatable air balloon things and this and that and it's actually like human traffickers and like i just learned that for the first time i think it's crazy like some of these random like just like makeshift signs that you see right in the ground like outside walmart they're like need or cash for cars or so that like 500 dollars like shit like that that's like a lot of that shit's just fake. Makes me want to like light them all on fire now. You can do that. I mean, some might be real. <laughs> I'm don't about do to that. fucking do it. Don't actually do it because what if some are actually local businesses? I'll feel I don't really care. Bad. Get a real sign, local businesses. <laughs> I'm a small no, local business and I'll invest into signs so I don't look like a threat to society. Oh, yeah. And no. also pull up your pants and wear a belt. <laughs> wow. No, it's pretty, cra- wow. It's, pretty cra- it's pretty crazy though. It's something that I learned. Like, I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize. Sally's outside of a Walmart just stabbing <laughs> yeah, signs. Stabbing signs <laughs> Why are you stabbing that sign? No, like Newburgh is really bad though with that. Like the taxi drivers in Newburgh, there's a lot of like, like they kidnap between, people like, not, in no, Newburgh. Not kidnapping. But, <laughs> it's like um, I took a taxi. No, 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 from no, no, the no. summer. Um, there's a lot of like, um, I guess like work within the. Ta- I don't know. Like I'm not totally educated. On it. I've been educated on it, but like I'm not like fully the. One. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not the. You're one. not the like um, trafficking yeah, czar. Yeah, not the trafficking czar yeah. at all by any means. But Do you know the trafficking czar? Because I would like to no, talk to them. No, I wish. Yeah. Um, I mean, are, like, if you're I, listening. I've learned it through Planned Parenthood mostly, like the seminars that we've done at our office. Okay, but cool. interesting. I just know that there's a direct like correspondent between the taxi drivers in Newburgh and some sort of sex trafficking thing going on. Stop going to Newburgh. No, Newburgh's sick. Go to Newburgh. <laughs> Go to Newburgh. No, Newburgh's but beautiful. But have a dedicated a like a DD. A taxi, like, yeah. Yeah. Or a DD. Yeah, I said that. Or a DD. Okay. Yeah. Or just drive drunk because you know what. DWI is cheaper than um <laughs> don't do that. You know, fucking getting sold. We're over here at Is This Okay finding <laughs> solutions to your problems. <laughs> Give us a call. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, you guys can sell me. So <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of the day. Yeah. No, um because that yeah. is kind of that it would that would be ironic. Like you you made it all the way over to Peru, but you were kidnapped in, Here, Newburgh. in Newburgh. Yeah, yeah, what? interesting. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? That'd be fucking what the crazy. <laughs> yeah, what the no, what? I don't think anybody really wants me. I mean, maybe enough, en- enough, but like not like not like in the sense. No, I'm of saying like, enough. Like oh, yes, oh, no, they no, do. No, 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 no. no so I did my hand me, up, everybody. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, people want me for sure. I'm cool Good. as fuck. But yeah. like in a sex trafficking way, I don't think I'd really sell like. Unless I don't know Hungarian, bears, like, bears in the gay community. True. Hello, yeah, no, okay. I'd, be a, I'd be a killer bear. That's yeah, because sure. no, like I'd sure, be, I'd be a killer bear. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, no, I'm prime peace. Yeah, yeah. you could have a, a hey. sugar daddy down in Westchester. Ooh, you know, that's where I was born. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's all coming back. Living the pool life. Yeah. What what part of uh, Westchester are you from? Uh, I grew up in Montrose, but I was born in Valhalla. Okay, nice. but just the hospital. Nice. Yeah, I went back to Montrose. <laughs> you went back to Montrose. Nice. Yeah, which is right outside Peekskill, for those who don't know. Cool. Yeah, I've, cool, I've heard about <laughs> you scared of what I'm going to ask. What are you going to ask? So, Renee, what uh, do you are think you Are you asking would be? more about butts? What would you be sold for? You know, like, if, if, <laughs> if like, what do you feel like somebody would want to steal you for? Me? Yeah, and how would you try to get out of being um, stolen? Well, I think about it all the time. That's why I... Uh, <laughs> You know, I um, I don't think I. You know, I'm bilingual, uh, trilingual. You know, I'm a, a polyglot, so I feel like that's beneficial yeah. to anyone yeah. Yeah. that might be trying to steal me. They can, but sure. um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess, 
I guess I should. Your shouldn't. mind. <laughs> my mind. My you know, most people want to traffic me for my mind. Uh, specifically, it's like a supercomputer. You know, I just have all of these uh, trivia facts. I am so good at Jeopardy. I've had a bunch of nerds no say, eh? try to uh, kidnap me for my brain. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, my voice. People tell me I have a really nice voice. So, uh, you know, Ooh. a lot of those uh, radio uh, drug yeah. traffickers, they need someone. So yeah. they've been trying to get me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. 100%. These are really great, great qualities to be stolen for. Yeah. You asked me why would I would be, be stolen, stolen for. for. I think people would think I was better than what I am. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that on a daily basis. I feel you. Yeah. Like people try to date me because they think I'm better than what I am. And I'm like, listen. I am what I am. Yeah. There's no hole that's a virgin. Maybe they need you. <laughs> especially not your mouth that's for sure that's a hundred percent your ears i don't know the ears are safe the ears are safe i guess yeah so um but i mean you probably maybe you'd be trafficked because they would want you back though they'd get you back i think they would give me back i don't think they'd like me that much they'd be like all right we want our money back yeah yeah because i would be talking and i'd be asking all these questions i would interview them you ask a lot of questions i overthink so i would be like is this okay for you is like (laughs) are you cool with this we would be asking for consent they would be yeah they would i don't know if i would (laughs) not if they gave me a drink i would ask a million questions that's true you would be forcing it and they'd be like i just feel like a piece of meat to you (laughs) yeah i would make them feel like a piece of meat and i would be like uh at least we're wearing a condom it's not raw unless you're like you know what jose you know what i feel like a piece of me too and nobody asks me that's what (laughs) nobody asks me yeah my face is getting red my hair's going up i'm glad i'm glad we got into the sex trafficking (laughs) yeah i don't know um so the restaurant (laughs) so uh how long have you been working with kids like how long uh, yeah like, Do you want to oh, talk more you about the? Back, you want to go back the to the restaurant? Well, we don't know yeah. what happened with it. Oh yeah, what happened? <laughs> it's gone. No, 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 no. no. Um, we'll get back to the kids and then back to the traffic. <laughs> no. I, so, the restaurant. Um, I was honestly very fortunate. Like we were, um, like financially sustainable in the first like three to six months of our business. We're That's uncommon with, yeah, restaurants. with restaurants. It's insane. Wow. And like, it's really hard. We, um, we took like a farm to table approach, which in Peru, everything's essentially farm to table um, yeah. because everything's so fresh and you have the markets with local uh, local farming everywhere around Did you. Did you see that uh, documentary now episode where it was like, it was like <laughs> chef's table, but in Peru. No, I, I want to check they, that out. You should check it out. Cause like Fred Armisen yeah, is like him. studying to, to take, I, Take the restaurant back She's from his dad. Classy no, I want to check that out because I bet it's amazing. Actually, you it's like Chopped? Yeah. <laughs> you like Chopped? <laughs> you watch Chopped in Peru? No. Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Are so you gonna make no, cotton no, candy <laughs> in a churrasco? Chopped is yeah, but no, is there is there like? Do they keep the farm animals like right outside no, the so restaurant? Is that how it no, works in Peru? No, no, not necessarily. Because Cusco is a city, so like it's not like you have the Sacred Valley of Peru, which is outside of Cusco, mm-hmm. and it's um, going from Cusco to Aguascaliente, where Machu Picchu is, mm-hmm. and you have towns like Ollantaytambo, Pisac, Urubamba, and XXXXX. Um, but you have farms all throughout there, and then you have different markets in Cusco where the like the fresh produce, fresh fruits, 
meat meat markets and essentially we go every day to every other day to these markets before opening the restaurant and get fresh veggies and fresh meats and whatnot from the So we took a farm table approach um, at giving a we wanted to give back to Peru in a way that didn't like we took from tourists in a way like we took money from tourists but everything we did was giving back to the local community it's kind of like a Robin Hood approach oh yeah like we take from the rich and give to the poor <laughs> essentially yeah like all of our table that's everything, what Renee wants everything <laughs> in the restaurant like and we didn't really take like, Elizabeth take, Warren like, 2020 <laughs> I mean honestly everything like was fair um, all of our prices were really fair um, Peru is essentially a very like reasonably cheap kind country to live in it's a third world country so i mean it wasn't it's not astronomically expensive to start the restaurant um but it is expensive and like things add up um but that being said all of our tables our chairs our bar our kitchen everything from the restaurant was made in cusco wow i love that uh so nothing was outsourced we didn't use any beef or pork because there's no pigs or cows in the sense of locally huh. in Cusco for like on the coast in Lima, they have like these factory farms and this and that. And they do have beef and they have this all over the country. But locally speaking, it's alpaca, it's guinea pig, which is cooey, um, chicken. What does guinea trout. pig taste it's like? It's like a rabbit and it's kind of gamey a little bit. It's okay. the, the, I always tell people that the, uh, the skin, like the fattier level of the skin tastes like squid. Like almost oh, like okay. And then the meat tastes like rabbit. Wow. Um, other people are like, no, you're wrong. It just tastes like shit. But like, <laughs> I, I, it's a very bony animal, so there's not a lot of meat on it. It's more just for the experience of saying that you ate it in, the, in Peru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in South America, it's such a delicacy. Mm. Wow. So we didn't have, so yeah, we had alpaca, we had trout, uh, f- and we had um, chicken and, um, I'm sorry, and cooey. So okay. and everything our menu was we had traditional plat- like platos typicos which is traditional Peruvian cuisine mm-hmm. and then we had an international fusion menu that I designed taking favorites from all over the world such as like sushi or bolognese and this and that and using local ingredients and local um, dishes from Peru to fuse them so we did like a lomo sotado tacos um, fresh river trout and avocado mango sushi. Um, we did a wakaina, which is a yellow pepper cream sauce, bolognese with alpaca, um, stuff like that. That's a fun and, name. Yeah. Wakaina. Wakaina. Um, but I'm going to name my next had... animal that. <laughs> the next dog I get, it's either going to be panini or wakaina. Wakaina. <laughs> that, was, that was my uh, input on this. Oh, yeah. So no. so, yeah, going. no, it's a yellow pepper cream sauce. So I'm going to name it. my firstborn uh, Kui. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. Kui. <laughs> So cute, chubby. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So That's essentially, me. the restaurant. So that was like what the restaurant was. It was a farm to table approach of giving mm-hmm. back to the country of Peru, and spreading tourism in a way that was less detrimental than most of the companies that do it. Yeah. Um. After X amount of years of doing it, though, I um, it was an amazing experience. I really wanted to do something like I was always driven back to the Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. I work with the kids here with the social work job that I do and I've always like loved helping people and I knew I can do something here in the same way with food like by doing Mm -hmm. private dinners catering working guest chef positions farm dinners all sorts of stuff with food 
while still being here for the kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't so ha- me and my business partner are great friends and like we're really happy with the work that we did together. Mm-hmm. But we had a lot of differences too in the sense of how we conduct business. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of things that I just wasn't comfortable with the way that he ran certain things, just as much as he wasn't comfortable with certain things that I did. There like certain ideas that I really thought would strive for the restaurant he didn't want to take part of. Such a and the same goes for me. So I thought the best thing for me would be finding a way that we can sell it where he can still be involved. Uh, he has keeps a manager position. It doesn't take away from him and his family. Um, and we were able to do that. We sold um, for, honestly, a really for the restaurant world, like a really great deal. I was really fortunate. Made my investment back plus a little bit. And um, we, or he kept his manager position. He's still there. They kept this, our menu. They kept, everything is the same Amazing. as when I left it, as it is now. And um, I just not involved anymore, but I'm proud of it, and it's awesome. So that's a good, and, uh, big accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's cool. I like all my, a lot of people were like, yeah, like Zach's going to Peru and he's going to start a restaurant supposedly, and and I did it. <laughs> and I was like, isn't that funny? Hell yeah. you, you started it. <laughs> yeah. You you made it happen. You also got to sell. It make yeah. a profit off of yeah, it, and not, you're like, not it's like still a big, open. I didn't make like a lot, but like you in the restaurant some, world, that's like in even the fact that I, yeah, the fact that I even made came out on so top. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like gosh, awesome. like in kitchen. And just showed com- a, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. It just like it showed accomplishment to me, so I was really stoked about it. Fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So <laughs> fucking amazing. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so I came back, and now I'm doing private dinners, catering events. I work with farmers and chefs from time to time. I've done uh, guest dinners at Iron and Wine in Patterson, mm-hmm. uh, farm dinners at Bad Seed in um, Bad Seed Hard Cider in Highland, uh, Wright's Farm in Garner, looking at the at the Shawangunk Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I really am like trying to do now is like really nice farm dinners and catering events. Right, because at certain, is it the cider farms where you did the That's where the I did wedding, the bad seed. Well, or? I did a few, we- I've done weddings at different farms too. Yeah, oh, I did, mm-hmm. actually at Wright's Farm I did a wedding and at Bad Seed I did a wedding. But um, or at Wed Seed I did, or at Wed Seed, uh, Bad Seed I did a um, engagement party. Yeah, nice, and nice. I did a pig roast there as well, which was wow. cool. So cool. So like different, like, wood fire-based stuff. And mm-hmm. if you have a kitchen, I would cook for you at your house. Um, I love this. Yeah. You could do it, like, as a raffle thing. Like, gyms could use you and be like, hey, like, how time. much would you charge? Charge, And then, like, do a raffle thing for, like, uh, I'm, like, thinking of, like, what I want to yeah. use you for. I got you. Uh, just like what most <laughs> men do with me on a first date. <laughs> um, I'm fine. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's sick. The I love the private dinner thing. I love that. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, I want to yeah. do it for us. We should do it. I'll pay you. I got you. Yeah, just the we'll just the two just of the two us. Of us. Yeah, I think it would be that's amazing. not weird. I guess Valentine's Day is yeah. coming up. Yeah, oh, Renee, what are you oh, yeah. going to be doing? I'm taking requests for different seatings throughout Valentine's Day. By the way, totally so my thoughts. So different know. times. Yeah, I'm going to do like three seatings from like four a four o'clock dinner, a six o'clock dinner, and an eight o'clock dinner. Do you want to do four o'clock happy hour? Sure. And I'm gonna Renee do doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do it at my, at my house. Okay. Uh, I have like a really beautiful property and open kitchen style into my dining room. So like. I'm going to confirm it with him. Um, I guess we're doing it. Yeah, we got talking. dates, cool. bitches. So, so don't even try calling me. The four o'clock is taken. <laughs> I got a six o'clock and the eight o'clock. Um, 
Hit me up on Instagram, Food Master Flex. <laughs> Um, what is it? Food Master Flex. Food Master Flex. With if you want to do something cute, where are the underscores? You even mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was just about to get there. Uh, <laughs> it's food underscore master underscore flex underscore. No. no I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Trying to promote himself. He's like, oh, I made a joke in the middle of my Instagram handle. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no, it's food underscore. We'll post all about you. So yeah, don't worry about perfect. it. Yeah, just post it. So want to tag me. Wait, so what's your. Um, What's your, mo- in your opinion, what's your most uh, romantic mm. meal, would you say? Besides mm. Valentine's Day, four o'clock with me and Renee. No, like what would the <laughs> actual dish be? Yeah, I'm talking more about the food, not just like. For me and Renee. Of, <laughs> so if I can get uh, Romanesco, mm-hmm. um, do that. It sounds Thank like you. a sex word. What's Romanesco? Really cool, what is it's Romanesco? Like, it's basically, I what like to it? call it it's like a mix of. Um, Hard nipples. It looks like a hard nipple, but with a Boom. design on it. It's a mix, but, and green, but it's a mix of broccoli and cauliflower in a way. Um, <laughs> here, let me just show you it. I'm, I'm it never up. gonna be able to look at cauliflower um, the same ever again. Hashtag uh, fuck, fuck broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> fuck broccoli. I don't know why broccoli keeps popping Romanesco up. Romanesco is this. Let's see it. Okay, he's looking up. Oh. Oh, yeah, it oh. does look like little nips. Right? Oh, like okay. And then they, like, some like are bigger nipples, and then some are like yeah. regular. With so, spikes. You might so have an is that nipple. is that when you let the um, you let the cauliflower grow to its no, full? No, no, this is a whole different vegetable. Of its it's own. a whole. Okay, yeah, so I was just saying like texture a, wise and taste wise. It's a whole wise. different. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it has like a texture of cauliflower, right. but it has more of a broccoli taste. Okay. So if you um, hate, <laughs> so Doug <laughs> don't have Romanesco. It's a really great sounding like vegetable though. It's like great. It's a great word. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. Um and so I would pull that up. All right, um, so that's what me and Renee are starting it's like with. It's really beautiful. If I can find it, absolutely. Um <laughs> it's a really beautiful. It's just bright and green. It has mm. all sorts of different designs on it. It's just like really beautiful. And yeah. Looks good. I would actually make that into a rice. So like oh. I would like. So you would destroy the design. Well, no, I would keep a couple it. whole, oh so that you can see it. The and then I would make, I would make, I would make the rice in the shape of a heart. Oh, do you do that? And then I would do, um, and then I would probably do some sort of duck dish or um, mm. steak with duck. that, nice. and some sort of another like a starch, some sort of potato. Oh, okay. Great. That sounds pretty yummy. I'm excited. I haven't really decided what I'm going to do for Valentine's Day, but if you want something like that, I got you. I definitely want hearts and stuff. Like, even though me and Renee are single. Oh, there's going to be hearts and stuff for sure. We deserve hearts. We'll make hearts. Because, like, we share a different kind of love (laughs) than anyone we've, you know, dated in the past year. It would be something like, let's see, I'm going to pull up a picture of a dinner that I did. Um... Let me pull it up. Renee's just all giggly. I'm giggly. fine. Because she's excited about Valentine's Day dinner. I'm so excited. Also, our goal this year of 2020 is like to go to Peru. And then you can go to my restaurant. It's, it's well, like, on I feel our like list. you would also well, capitalize on, t- like, yeah, I think you could also capitalize on that because for women, like, I'm not going to go to Peru alone. I mean, I have a friend I'll take in you Lima. Guys, I'll take you guys and like, I would love to go really to cool experience. restaurants. We can yeah. go to Machu Picchu. We can go to Oriente Tambo. Uh, Sakse Woman, Sexy Woman is like the coolest ruins in the world. Sakse Woman. Er, it's Sakse Woman, but everybody calls it Sexy yes. Woman. Sakse um, Woman. I think it's more fascinating. <laughs> that almost sounded. I think it's more fascinating <laughs> than Machu Picchu, personally. Sakse Woman. Um, 
Where the hell? <laughs> Ten minutes. I'm like, edit that mind. out. You can edit that out. Yeah, I like, can't even look at you right now. <laughs> Renee, look. Oh, cute. So, yeah, so do heart. you use? Do you use a mold? <laughs> that's salmon. But I can. So do, do you use uh, like some sort of mold to make yeah, to yeah, turn it into that? That's that. cool. Yeah. That's really so. nice. Yeah, because I saw it in another picture. On your Instagram, you had yeah, you had like yeah. a pyramid. Yeah, I got some cool. So, dang, moves. Illuminati type yeah. shit. Yeah, do you ever do yeah. Illuminati I dinners? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Should we get an Illuminati dinner? Or are we yeah, doing can we get like an Illuminati dinner? Like, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we can make it work. Um, um, we could yeah. eat it off of a person. I would be a person if you wanted people to eat off of me. I would no. I would volunteer for that. I mean, we can find out the... Uh, that would be cool. So Make the room red and stuff. <laughs> Renee, that would be I don't cool. know how we got into this. I'm, I'm comfortable. After I get my boob job, I would totally uh, we'll do it. Wait. Yeah. Know, we, that's okay. fine. Like, what? You let me know. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know. I don't know. Relax. <laughs> I'm going to okay. relax. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So how but long then, have you been working with kids? <laughs> <laughs> so we went from, yeah, that's boo jobs that's to a kids. Great segue. Am I doing it okay? Comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kids. Um, I've been working with kids for pretty much like I want to say like over ten years. Like pretty much um, right around my maybe junior senior year high school i started working with developmentally disabilities like kids with developmental disabilities um and mental disabilities as well um and then about so i was always doing that on and off between like touring in bands because it was a job that was always needed in places mm. so like if i had like a full u.s tour for a couple months or like a europe tour i can like just quit my job and go somewhere else i Actually, I think I was fortunate enough that they were really cool and they let me just like take off for X amount of times and bring me back. And wow. I've always been really cool. Like, I don't know why, but every job I've had has been really supportive of like me doing music. Cool. So, even when I worked at Panera, like when I was like <laughs> in like ninth grade, um, and like I wanted to do like little trips over like the summer breaks or so that. And then in Panera again, like in like I want to say like after high school, I worked there in between touring and in between working with kids. It's like mm -hmm. a side gig, um, which Panera sucks, but it was just like they let me tour. But they were supportive. Um, and I, yeah, yeah, so like that was really cool. Um, so I moved to about like, let's say five years, almost five years ago now um, when I was starting kind of all this Peruvian stuff, about like three months into that or four months into that, I started working with at-risk teens and like at-risk of placement. So my job now is to work with kids. I'm a direct advocate for the child because there's a lot of caseworkers who are with the family or yeah. with um, like there's different services that are mostly family bound, but there's not really for what the child themselves want. So mm. I'm a direct advocate for the kids and um, I work with the family dynamic, coping skills, other services, therapists, probation, DSS, the schoolwork, every aspect of that kid's life I'm kind of like inside of. And almost as like a, I, I mess with them, I'm like, I'm your secret agent where I can go in and do this, mm -hmm. work uh, work with the schools, work with your families, work with this and that. And these are really trauma-bound kids who are just dealing with the worst shit in their lives. And sometimes I have really supportive families to go along with it. But because of the trauma that they've had before they were with these supportive families or just their trauma in general, mm -hmm. 
they just unleash hell on their families. And I have to kind of help between that family dynamic. But other times you have families that are so fucked up. And I hate to say it like that because they're all really nice, really good people. But like they just don't know how to handle their children in a reasonable parenting way and don't really know how to parent. So I feel like sometimes I have to like parent or teach how to parent. You have to parent the Um, parents. Parent the parents, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's like a fine line of CPS calls and what's okay and what's not okay and what's legal and what's not legal and like it's really daunting and how are you like how do you get like connected with the kids like because we have a or my family has a foster how do I get assigned to who I work with Um, that's pretty much it's based off so like our program is based off of the advocates are paired based off of location but we also try to base it off of like say like one of my clients loves or not right now but one of my older clients loves to hike and they know like i hike all the time and like it's that's my shit so they try to pair like advocates with clients who would really strive off of learning from that person and really get along with that person because otherwise it's never going to work if you can't build a relationship Mm. with that person yeah and like can't build trust where like they're already so broken and don't have any trust no yeah you're not going to be able to do anything with them or be able to help them yeah what is the program called the ulster county youth advocacy program yep but it's an international program so like when i was in peru i was emailing with the argentine because in south america there's an argentinian one and i was trying to open one in Peru. i just didn't have the money or anything to actually do it like it just it was kind of like it was just like false hopes in a way but yeah it would have been awesome yeah it would have been cool yeah it was a dream dream. and Mm -hmm. it was really cool like i talked to a few people about it but it was like I was already starting a restaurant. I had so much shit going on. I was like, yeah. pick and choose your battle, Zach. What do you want to do? Yeah. So, and I wanted to do food, so I did that. But there's a Orange County app. There's a um, Ulster. There's a Columbia County. Or I want to say Columbia County or... No, 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 no. Is there a Duchess? Green County. There's no Duchess. Yeah. There's no Duchess? Yeah. Of course so there's not. There's no Duchess. Can people from Duchess access? Probably not. No. Because the system no. is fucked. Yeah, the system's really fucked up. Yeah. So damn it. Can yeah. can we volunteer? Like how do we get like how um, if somebody wants to volunteer, how would they get involved? Well, like you can uh like it's not really because vol- it's a paid job essentially. Okay. But like um so like you can you don't need your MSW and so it's social it's a social work job, but like I'm okay. not a social worker, so I don't need my MSW because it's a fine line of clinical social work and big brother work. So like some days I'm doing like therapeutic work with these kids and teaching them about uh therapy and uh coping skills. Other days I'm taking them to bounce and having fun because they just need a really good day just right, to get out of the they house. Just need, like, yeah, yeah. They need Unfortunately, to get a lot of times I'm also like, off. "What the fuck are you doing, you?" Uh, um, and trying yeah. to like because like not to be like they're scared of me, but like I'm also like the big guy with tattoos that they're like yeah. they want they respect like they respect me in a way and they like no and I tell them I'm like listen, I was crazy when I was younger like I grew up with like I was fortunate enough to have decent life like loving family mm-hmm. isn't that i don't know i didn't live with the trauma that they these kids are living with by any mm-hmm. means but i also was an asshole kid that loved to just get in trouble and do stupid shit with my friends yeah and like fight with my parents and this, you know like i understand it i was a teenager we all were so i explained to them like listen i'm not here to be your probation officer i'm not here to do whatever but you gotta stay on the st- straight and narrow and you guys gotta do the right thing we're going to have fun and we're going to do cool shit and you guys are going to learn and you're going to be able to like get a job. You're going to be able to like 
get a bank account. You're going to be able to do really cool shit in your lives. And I don't yeah. sugarcoat it for them. Like, if they fuck up, I tell them, like, listen, like, I'm not mad at you, but, like, I'm really disappointed because you were doing really well and you just oh, fucked up, bro. not the D word. Yeah, oh, no. Disappointed. I disappointed because it gets them every time. I want one yeah. in the Dutchess County. I, I this wish. is so annoying. Yeah, so... Because this is, mm. like, wh- exactly what our little girl needs. She needs uh, an advocate for her. Because yeah, the main goal is to get the rock. kid back with the parent. Yeah, hell yeah. So, and it's like... our goal is to keep them in the home. Like, to make sure that they're in the home. Because we, like fo- we don't work with foster cares. We work with, like, the families keeping them in to, like... Because they're at risk of leaving the family. Wow. So. Do, you, do you use cooking... Um, Sometimes uh, not as much as I should. They ask me all the time, and I do, and mm-hmm. I have, and I like last um, was it last Sunday? I did um, for like twenty five people. One of my clients' families, um, the father is um, like a Polish background, mm-hmm. and he brought all these ingredients to me, and I made pierogies, uh, nice. kibasi. I did a whole like they have a tradition every year. I guess that they cook. Um, for their family and they do it either i don't know i think they used to do it at their home but they did it at their church and mm-hmm. i was like listen just bring all like give me all the ingredients i'll come over and i'll cook everything for you guys like enjoy your family time and i made oh, all this nice. shit for them it was awesome and the text i got from him was like thank you thank you thank you is exactly how my grandparents used to make it, it was Aww. and this is like a 77 year old guy telling me this like so like straight like very wow. polish oriented and i've never made pulling food that was like i'm just <laughs> nice gonna go with challenge. it yeah. i was like, like yeah i'm like i'll just it. get thrown okay. into it okay. i've made frozen pierogies <laughs> <laughs> no i mean actually no i've made pierogies for us too actually for a wedding mm-hmm. um i did over the summer but yeah because they're not easy they take not, a lot of no, time very labor very, yeah. renee's a Polak. yep <laughs> polski <laughs> so Ooh. but no that like so i have done um i made i taught them how to make um like for christmas i gave a bunch of my friends these pictures Pickles, mm-hmm. and I tell the kids how to make them so I can t- kill two birds with one stone. So I can, um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, so it's I, really rewarding. Yeah, rewarding I, like, I like doing stuff like that. That's giving, cool. but that's why I like cooking though too. Because and cooking and working with kids to me is like kind of like sums me up in a way of like I cook because I like giving experiences to other people and like having mm-hmm. that like food is like a joyful experience. To everybody. What's your sign? When's your birthday? Uh, August twenty third. I'm the Leo cusp. Okay. Malia. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Renee hates that I do that. No, I just don't know what's what's on, it's on the cusp with uh, Virgo. Uh, Virgo. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm Virgo. I think I'm terrible at that shit. I don't I know. Like, what's your birthday? August, August 23rd. 23rd. I think I'm Virgo. Mm, right, I am Virgo. Okay. That's a nice guy. What? Right, Virgo. Uh, people were like, "You're a Virgo, aren't you? You're too nice." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that shit. I'm like, I haven't met a really nice one yet. Oh, then maybe. I do. Oh, okay. where's shit. your where's your rap? I don't know. Porn. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see what I am. No, you know, there's a lot of really <laughs> successful comedians that are Virgos. Okay, Chris Stefano. Let's see. And Andrew Schultz. Yeah, I'm okay. a Virgo. Oh, I forgot Andrew and Well, Well known for my discipline, generous, and trustworthy nature. Ali Makovsky is also a Virgo. And I'm orderly. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are solid. Yeah, we're, we're, but you're also like, I feel like Virgos are very intuitive. Like you're, yeah. you're like able to like sense, like you're very empathetic. Like you're uh, able to like sense things. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I feel. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, but that, what I was going to say is like giving back with people, like doing food is like a giving experience and then helping others is a giving experience. So the two go hand. People are like, what, you're a chef and you help others like in social work? I'm like, yeah, they're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like two totally different things. I'm like, no, it's not. Like yeah. people love food and people like helping people <laughs> together. Like, that's it's, it. Yeah, that's all it is. Right, because I yeah. feel I feel like there's like the act of cooking is so therapeutic, and like the whole experience of seeing people like eat. eating the food that you yeah, put and out for and them. if it's really good ingredients, like maybe they don't get to eat yeah. well all the time, and it like sometimes people don't they just don't think about what they're cooking, and it's like there's just no taste yeah. to what they're eating. So if you're a- really able to give them like an experience, mm. very true. It's like so you know yeah. And also, I like taking flavors and ingredients from around the world that people might never even heard of mm-hmm. and fusing them with, like, doing, like, an Israeli-Japanese dish or something where, yeah, like, things yeah. are totally different. Where you Shout out Israelis. <laughs> Israelis. Renee, Israelis. Um, I'm sure you do a lot of curries. <laughs> um, no curries. No curries. No Sally curries. loves curry, though. I love curry. She loves people that eat curry. I make a really good curry. She Renee loves just, she uh, wants people that this Indian guy right now. That's it. She, <laughs> she wants loves, me to say it. <laughs> there she it loves is. You that that smell like they might like curry. That smell <laughs> like they might like curry. <laughs> See? Like their curry. DNA Dope. may. Yeah, he's cute. That's a curry. Mm, yeah, that's what he looks like. He looks as good as that dish. <laughs> you could lick curry right off of him. <laughs> True. Yep. Um I shot, I shot my shot, and then she's like, I'm cool. <laughs> but yeah, no. Until um, next time. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Can Renee make Sally feel awkward? Let's make that a segment. <laughs> like towards like, hey, like, what can I say today? <laughs> and then I'll go. I'll get you next time. I'm the snack that you. bites back. <laughs> oh, snack pack. Oh, is that a, is that you may just make that up? I did. Oh, okay. Snack. Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> the snack that this. bites back. Okay. All right. Um, I so as far as like Israelis go. <laughs> there's a lot of conflict in mega conflict. in spent, Israelis, and I just I feel really? like you spent a lot of really, time well, Israel? No, a lot, really not that much time, but I did. And there's I'm only conflict. kind of interested. It's fine. No, um, it's, I did, but it's um, this was in 2008 mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Oh, like, nice! You know, almost like a month. Actually, yeah, about a month. Wow. A uh, month. Turn no. Almost uh, a little over a month, actually, because mm. I went for like 15 days. And I ended up staying longer than that. What what areas? Everywhere. I so I um I'm a member of the tribe, um, <laughs> a Jew. You're uh, a Jew. I am. Amazing. Yeah, I know. We're great. I knew. We're I cool. knew this you was knew. like a thing. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. No, I'm I'm cool. Jews. Uh, <laughs> member. Um, I'm Jewish. Um, <laughs> and I'm shaking my hand with the ish part. Um, very proud of my religion. My mm-hmm. family is. Um, like I grew up like being kosher. My parents in the home keep kosher, um, but I just as 
A Jew in Peru. Yeah, yeah. I just made these crazy. I made a Korean matzo ball soup. I just made a Korean matzo ball soup with my buddy Tom. Amazing. And it was uh, kimchi matzo balls with pickled mussels. There's nothing kosher about it, but it was so right. There's like so. Isn't that like so wrong? There's like a bunch of stuff that you're not supposed to. But it was awesome. It was so good. But the artist is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) There's because I have I have a cookbook by his last name is Odalengi. I think it is. Odalengi. No, 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 no. He's no. It's a Oda chef. Oda Lingy. Oda Lingy. Wait, um, but he's really good. Okay, wait. Keep talking about. So you went to. Oh, so went I went to, to Israel. Israel. And Israel was awesome. I was there in like a really sketchy time. I mean, it's always kind of a sketchy time to be in Israel, but there was it was pretty rough in two thousand eight, and yeah. um, I went. So the first part of it was on birthright, which is like gives experiences to Jewish teens to go to Israel for free, essentially. Love that. To learn about being a Jew in the motherland. Um, I wish... But, shout out Birthright. <laughs> I wish I wish Italians did that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. American yeah. Italians yeah. Yeah. in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're in like, 2008 to 2010, oh that would have been the best time like, for us to go. So no, that, thank you. Being said, I did the... Um, in, I'm sorry, I did the Israel Outdoors one, which was more like hiking and backpacking mm-hmm. Amazing. style. So we hiked in the Negev Desert and stayed with the Bedouins and the Bedouin tents and like ate on the ground. Like it was sick. Um, went and spent time in Jerusalem. Haifa did um, like these like crazy um, in Safat, did these like wild um, like bathhouse spot. Like it was really cool. Um, bathhouse. Yeah, it was like bathhouse crazy shit. Um, I felt like I was like a Russian, like a spy. No, just like I don't know. Like you think you see those things about like those Russian like bathhouses where like they're like oh, oh like, it's like the steam room, like a steam room. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, all you have to do is go to Brighton Beach for that, whatever. <laughs> but it was like, but this is like a religious, like Orthodox one, oh. and it's like holy water, and it's in Safa, which is like a really artistic, beautiful, like holy area of. Amazing. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. It so was, no cursing. Like, I didn't curse. In I don't know. It's honestly with I don't holy know. water. It maybe I don't know. I I think I probably cursed. Really? Sure. I probably like when it was like, in a bath hot. full of <laughs> holy water. I'm I sweating, thinking about it. And they it. let yeah. you pass. <laughs> That's yeah, good. But um, yeah, no. Jerusalem was really cool. Um, Mount Masada. We did the snake trail, um, oh, the snake wow. path, and hiked that during the sun uh, sunrise, and it was awesome. Like a really cool experience. Um, so, oh, that's cool. So you were able to kind of just yeah, like enjoy like, it. Oh, yeah. And no, it wasn't, wasn't like a super religious trip at all. Oh, cool. It was like here, like this is what Israel is about. And like mm-hmm. if you want to pray, you can pray. If you don't want to pray, like you can sit to the side. Cute. And, um, oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, like there's a couple of times where like I like participated in certain things, but I, uh, I've never really been very religious in the sense, or in the sense of I just feel like religion causes controversy and mm-hmm. you can learn the same values and traditions of every religion through your family and your friends um yeah because I, like, I feel like they're, like, they're all saying all the same thing yeah they're all saying the same thing yes. in different variations mm-hmm. and they're all different but they're Except all the, the same yeah I, <laughs> 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 no um but no like i just feel like you can like learn about being a good person and like essentially these are all stories like they're not like stories like i'm sure there's some truth out of certain things but to me you can learn all these values and traditions through your family and your friends rather than claiming to one specific so 
That's just how I, love I feel. That answer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's a good answer. That was like the best answer yeah, so I've probably I, gotten when anybody talks about religion in a long time. Plus the I feel like the geography of that place of Israel. Like in the history oh, of the yeah. like all those places is probably really inspiring. Oh, like it was seeing, awesome. Just seeing yeah. I mean, when you're in the old city of Jerusalem and then you look out like you're looking at like the Dome of the Rock, which is like the most holy land for the Muslim community mm-hmm. or the Arab and Muslim community and then you have um the Western Wall, which is like the holy land of Judaism. Mm-hmm. And then you look over and they're like, Oh, that's Bethlehem and that's where all of the number one terrorists of the like most wanted terrorists live and you're like, Holy shit and they like they pointed out like all these different cool things. Like, like Hollywood, like like the homes of yeah, the terrorists. Yeah, kinda like that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like point out the specifics, but they're like and this, this is, is where, where this is DiCaprio where stays. this is where they live, you know. Like, and we're like, oh shit, that's pretty nuts. I can't believe they pointed and that out. Yeah, they like pointed Don't out. Don't go over there, terrorists yeah. live over there. I mean, it's like in the distance, like it's yeah. far, but like <laughs> it's not just like, oh look, you can walk. There. What's I, up? But, like, go across the bridge to Newburgh. You essentially, you can get there, you know. And it was just I thought that was interesting. That it's like holy land because like when we did the yeah it's um, like holy 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 terrorism. holy shit <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like holy 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 shit like, yes. um but we did this um underwater um it was like these underwater tunnels of the western wall and it was really cool because it had like water going up to your like your knees mm-hmm. and you're like in these little tunnels and you're walking underneath and you have the option of getting out in the safe Israeli Jewish quarter or going on and getting out in the Arab quarter where really as an American like it's not that it's not safe but it's not the safest yeah um, it's, just yeah, different. As, it's different just like as a plus they probably tourist, know that like tourists that are walking like, in, well, it also like coming out like, of this area they probably they're our like, tourists a but also yeah. It's just um, they tell you like really like just stick to the like the Jewish the Jewish side of Jerusalem because of all the terrorist attacks that have happened and yeah. certain mm-hmm. things like like it's not even a stereotype it's just at this point it's like it's proven that it's just a little safer on that side so yeah that being said we we're like fuck and that he's like I'll test it out look at you well, with your white privilege over shit. there like. Well, I walked through Harlem that's what all we the did. time, so <laughs> that's so what we, you did. Oh yeah, no, we walked right, but they were like, "You want to get out here? Like, we're gonna keep going." Mm-hmm. So we went out, but we didn't know that the door. Like, we were just gonna keep walking, 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 and then when the door that we got out of, because like there's a few different spots you can leave, was the, like we walked out. I have a picture of it, but we walked out, and it was the front of the Dome of the Rock, which is like the most holy place for Islam. Wow. And if you go in there, they would have killed. Like, if we walked in there, and there's an Israeli guard there, like, that wouldn't have let us go in there. Like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But had we just, like, I don't know. Just not like, been, like, like, not been paying attention. Just, no, not necessarily, because, like, we would have been stopped. But for some reason, if he wasn't there, suddenly we just, like, walked in not knowing that it was, like, the front doors of the Dome of the Rock, they would have killed us. Because like, like, everything wow. is just, well, like, right just on top of each other. Everything right? is, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all over. But, um, they ended up giving us like an armed, uh, like um, escort back because they're like, you can't be here. Like this is like the most holy place. You can't fucking be here at all. You're not Muslim. Wow. And there's no. And I was sign. like, well, how do you know? They didn't <laughs> like, put like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you sure? Because yeah. uh, I'm almost he's there. Like, and then he's like, I mean, in his best like Israeli accent, he was like, I mean, look at your nose. 
So, <laughs> no, he didn't really say uh, that. <laughs> no, he, no, like, no, 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 no. I would be amazing. Like, <laughs> that would be an amazing situation to be in Israel, and like to not be the most holy person there, but to be called out for my nose for being Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be that would be some shit. That, that would be yeah. some shit. fucking shit. Yeah, that would be crazy. Imagine. No. Imagine your nose saves your life. Yeah. He was like, I, you, you aren't meant to be here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I knows this. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, like, that was a Jewy joke. That was, that was a, a Jewy yeah, joke. Yeah, that was a little amazing. <laughs> well, okay. Well, so I just wanted to point this out to you. This is a really uh, nerdy thing. No, but I think, you'd like, I think you would like the chef. I should, I should lend you this book. It's um, his name. I'm going to get it wrong, but it's Yotam Asaf. Otelengi, and he is an Israeli chef, and he has a book. He has like a lot of books out, but um, he works with a Palestinian chef, and they have like oh, a, awesome. a joint restaurant. Fun, and, that's cool. Um, all of his cookbooks, he is does. It called Fire Nice. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, they could. Fucking hot in there. I don't know what's going on. Wow! I had sex for the first time in a month. (laughs) (laughs) And and everybody has to wear the fire nice uh, lipstick. Anyways, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I ruined it. I ruined it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I gave it to you. I gave it to you on a silver platter, and then you just you just threw the platter at me. (laughs) Yeah, you threw the platter out. Away from me. (laughs) Goodbye. It's gone. But uh, yeah, but he does a lot of mashups. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm gonna look him <laughs> up. He's cool. I don't know how to say his name, but that's, that's not okay. my problem. That's his problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably knows how to say his name. <laughs> I think it's like a, uh, you're right. You're right. He didn't yeah. make himself known enough yet to be able to say his yeah, name. Yeah, he's correctly. not McDonald's yeah. yet. So, uh, <laughs> when he's, so uh, we'll when care he's when you make yourself back to, check to it me. Out it cool. <laughs> no, it's they're good recipes. They're that's like awesome. solid, solid recipes. Very inventive. I like so, that. but that's cool. That's awesome. Like Did you that. have like a favorite, like a favorite dish that you had well, when you went Israel? there? When you didn't have like an AK pointed at your head? <laughs> I actually, it wasn't an AK. Eat your matzo head, balls. But, um, <laughs> it was. Um, I'm trying to think. There was this really good bread. It's fucking um, schnitzel everywhere, which is like schnitzel. fried chicken, basically. Oh yeah. yeah, it's fried chicken. That's what it That's is. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Even Shawarma. Here? That was my favorite thing Shawarma. out there. Shawarma. Shawarma. That was Shawarma. the best shit ever. I ate that all the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Schnitzel, schnitzel and shawarma. Yeah, fried chicken and fucking meat. <laughs> Pitas. <laughs> schnitzel and shawarma. Schnitzel. <laughs> Well, Again, yeah. that sounds like a good pair for an animal say. name. Yeah. What's up, Schnitzel, Schnitzel, Schnitzel and Shawarma. Yeah. yeah. Sure. There was a spot in Peru I used to go to late at night and get really awesome Shawarma. They just had like really? yeah, that, because it, it's a like it's a tourist city, so like they ha- they try to mimic so many. Was things. Was that before? Did you have the Peruvian Shawarma after you had the Israeli Shawarma? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The Peruvian Shawarma doesn't even compare to any other Shawarma that I've had. It's just it's just shaved meat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's good. I mean, it's like when you really just like have hunger at 12,000 feet elevation <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like a different awesome. kind of hunger. You really don't get hungry. Like, okay. I, I'm not, I, when now I'm out in Peru, hungry. when okay. I'm in Peru, <laughs> when they're like, when I'm in Peru, 
So I, it is like, like a I spa. Was, it really is like a spa because you. you lose, yeah, you lose, like, I lost so much weight in Peru because I was walking everywhere, I didn't have a car, I lived on, the, my apartment had about... 300 steps each like 120 each way or oh something like that oh my god it's legit did you yeah. count them so, what did you count them i did at one point i just don't remember exactly what it was it was something like i think there was like 300 each way <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> um wow yeah so like there was no um it really is like a boot camp day spa where like you're sweating from the heat and then shivering from the cold. Yes. And then you uh, are walking everywhere and steps everywhere and stone steps everywhere. And the altitude like kind of suppresses your hunger. You like, you don't get as hungry because of the altitude. Wow. So huh. I would love to go there and lose a bunch of weight. Sorry. LA, much, yeah, that's my spa. I'm going to Peru. Yeah, that's my diet. Yeah. yeah. Peru is my diet for a while. Peru is the new LA. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nima, shout out Maria. Fucking I can just go to Peru and not eat. And yeah. Exactly. Eat a little bit and then walk it off. I know. <laughs> Damn. What is we doing? I don't know. Who knows? Get it together. Get it together. Um, do you have any uh like like chef goals for 2020? Yeah. So I um so right now I'm working on pairing um doing like pair dinners with different wineries or breweries or cideries um so that's what i'm kind of researching now to see who i'm going to be working with for 2020 cool. for the spring and the summer doing big farm dinners um also looking at other farms involved into that mm -hmm. um and then focusing on catering and private dining so private dinners like we were talking about before four o'clock valentine's where, day <laughs> where, where, i'm gonna pencil you in i don't yeah. know because i might be pretty popular stank Ooh. fest 2020 hey, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah no i want to um i'm really focusing on doing private dinners um so if you're interested viewers um um slowly booking up for catering events and these private dinners and i'll come to your home and do a really nice dinner including wine or beer mm -hmm. and um let me know I, that's what i'm really focusing on is giving experiences do you have a website you. um so i use instagram and facebook for everything right now because social media just makes it like nobody wants to go to like just a website and like yeah. they have social media already i feel like other than boomers. Step. Yeah. So. So. Okay, boomers. We don't have any boomers. <laughs> we don't have boomers. <laughs> That's yet. not true. Um, That's not true. I no, I think I boomer. need. I would like to have a website. I'm just like getting there. Um, like I would actually like a website. Don't so worry, boomer. My, We're getting it. So I can have my yeah. like pictures there and this and that. Because not everybody uses social. Like. Some people don't use Instagram, and I think that's the best place to kind of market your food photography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So right now I use Facebook and Instagram. But um, you can also get to me through email. It's Chef Zachary Burger or Zachary G Burger at gmail dot com. Nice. Um, and you guys will post it. Yeah, we'll post <laughs> yeah. shit out of it. Hey, hey. All of the stuff will be um, in the show notes. Cool show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but that's really what I'm focusing on. Is just like doing experiences, whether it be a live fire roasting event somewhere on a farm, or a private dinner in your home, or doing your wedding. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So. All right. That's me. That's awesome. That's good. Well, thanks so much for, for coming to speak with us. Thanks Thank for, you. And thanks for having me. Unless you guys, did you guys have anything else you wanted to? I just gave you my whole life story, so. It was like the best. 
It was it was really good. It's not the whole life. <laughs> it was, it was really like good. the last five years of my life, but there's more. The last five years. <laughs> Damn, we gotta yeah. get you. We'll, we'll get you on again. Yeah, we'll get you for part one we'll of the part Zach one. Burger story. I was story. born in Valhalla. <laughs> and we should do a live recording of our Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, we, we do should that. do that. That, that would, would be really fun. fun. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. For sure, hundred percent. We'll do. We'll do. Maybe we'll do IG live streaming. Yeah. If Sweet. it doesn't affect the other tables. No, because it'll just it's be. Just, it's just gonna be uh, four o'clock to six o'clock, and then I'll do another or like four to like five thirty. Oh, and so then, it's just the three of yeah, us. Yeah, just be us. Yeah, yeah, just the three of us. <laughs> Renee's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Oh. You Okay. Oh, well. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, thank you so much. You guys are the motherfucking best, and we love you. Love you so much. Until next time. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Just the three of us. Well, we Breaking them lyrics yeah. off the well, we lines. Just the three of us. Between well, we the rock mankind. Well, we Black love and people yeah. understand. Well, we Everybody yeah. throw your hands well, in the air. Underground hip hop taking over this year. Yeah, so throw your hands in the air. Yo, mind, body, and soul. Your eyes, smell like burnt coal.